Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Jesse Johnson. Jesse will teach you the exact tools and strategies you need to create impact, money, and lifestyle of your dreams. Her gift lies in her ability to help you see your potential for more profit, purpose, and freedom. It's a gift that has not only allowed her to build her own multi-million dollar company from scratch in only 24 months, but also support her clients as they do the same. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Jesse Johnson. So great to be here, Ed. Thanks for having me. Well, first off, Jesse, why do you do what you do? It's a calling. It's a, it, it's, it's, I would use the word Dharma. And I say that because it's true that I'm creating my life from vision and desire. And it's also true that a lot of what's uncomfortable for me is the stuff that I wouldn't necessarily choose for myself, but I feel, I would say, guided, instructed, directed to move and serve in this way. So it's a very, feels like a very privileged, but also challenging place to live from. And tell me about your thoughts. So you kind of alluded to this, but tell me about your thoughts on, on, on spirituality and money and how do those things tie together in your, in your thinking? I think, you know, there's, when you go deep into the esoteric in any spiritual lineage, there's really nothing that is not source. There's nothing that's not connected to this universal divine energy, whatever, whatever name we give it. And so from that perspective, money is an interesting energetic because in most spiritual communities, money is a little bit outcast, if not a lot, when really it's from my perspective, as much a part of spirit as anything else. And so a huge part of my work has been supporting people who are really passionate about their spiritual lives, integrate money so that their relationship with money is as conscious as their relationship with everything else. And I think of it almost like leveling out a a table or a piece of furniture. It's like if the money leg is really short, the whole structure is going to be off kilter. It's not that money matters more than anything else. I don't believe that. But in, in our spiritual communities, it's often disproportionately kind of funky. <laughs> People's relationship to money is funky. So, so I've done a lot of work with that. And in my own personal experience, my relationship to money, my relationship to receiving, my relationship to sales, the way that all of that shows up in my business and in my life has been, I would say, one of the most powerful and deep spiritual practices of all of the spiritual practices that I've received and experienced in, which is a lot, you know, everything from psychedelics to meditation to movement, somatic therapy, talk therapy, all of it. Money is a huge teacher in my life, specifically around spirit. So I'm a big advocate for that integration. I think it's also something that in the world that we're building, the world that's coming, the folks who have the biggest access to spiritual technology 
the consciousness experts of the world, they really need to understand money in order to serve at the level that they're here to serve. So I think it's also, it's almost like our responsibility to bring our expertise and money into the same room and see how they collaborate, see how they talk to each other. Well, when you think about it, money is primarily spiritual. It's it, it, it used it used to be material, but for the most part, it, it is now effectively spiritual. Isn't that interesting? I think that's true. I I think that what you're saying is actually maybe a part. It's like there's an affirmation in what you're saying about this calling. That I think the community, all conscious folks, all spiritual folks, are really feeling like they're either being called to confront money. Or they're feeling their their resistance to it. And I think that you're pointing to part of why that's happening at scale in a new way right now. Well, I, I've had some experience dealing with people similar to you. And one of, one of the things that I found is oftentimes people, they misquote scripture. Um, they like, they, they'll, 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 they'll say love of money or well, they'll say money is, is the root of all evil. And you're missing the first part, which is love of. That it's it that is an inherent uh, a a it's intended to be a uh, admonition against materialism, mm-hmm. putting putting things before people. Yes, but it, it it's not that money is bad. It's 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 love of is the problem. Avarice I agree with you. Used to be called. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. The, and I love the that I love that word avarice because you're bringing in a distinction. I because I would say, I just taught a workshop where we were you know cultivating a love of money in terms of an intimacy with like a sweetness in the relationship with money. So even that it's so nuanced, the semantics of it. But I think that what you're talking about is when we go unconscious in the name of money, I think that's really toxic. And there's a lot of that in our world right now. There is. And I did think the other, other challenge, and I get you, I would love to get your reaction to this is that I think people have misinterpreted their understanding of business as being of the purpose of business to be profit. That no no business no business has a perfect a purpose of of making a profit. Profit is the result. It's not the it's not the purpose. So and people they they misalign those things. I think that's that's part of the problem as well. I love that. Yeah, I think the purpose of business is service. Mm-hmm. The purpose of business is to serve each other, the world, to help people with something that makes their lives better, easier, more empowered. Um, and it, I do think it's so interesting, right? These What you're talking about is the counterbalance. And they, they it's like with one of them out of balance, the whole thing gets wonky. So in the, in the traditional or mainstream patriarchal white supremacist business world, I think that money gets that leg of the table is too long. You know what I mean? It doesn't match the consciousness, the love, the service in the other arenas in spiritual communities. Oftentimes it's the other way around. And so it's like in, in both directions, the spiritual communities I think are here to serve the traditional business communities in balancing service, consciousness, love, devotion with money and vice versa. We, we all have stuff to learn from each other. So, yeah, I think that there's, there's a piece here around, I, the more that we're talking about it, what I'm seeing is consciousness. It's about consciousness in whatever arena we're in. And there's an unconsciousness around money that can cause scarcity. There's an unconsciousness around money that can cause greed. 
same, same energy. Actually, if you drill down deep enough, it's all about a lack of awareness, a lack of presence, a lack of attention. To, 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 to mix the metaphor, it's two sides of the same coin. Yes. Yes. Bring it Ed. Come on. <laughs> um, Jesse, we has an, have an exit question. We ask all of our guests and that is who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Mm. You know, I, I like, I have the Rolodex like spinning in my mind. There's so many people that deserve a shout out to choose just one is, is a challenge. The person that I want to claim in this moment is Ra Goddess, which surprises me, but I'm going to shout her out. She is a friend, a mentor, a coach, an author, and she's doing something that feels to me so extraordinarily important. She's alive right now. You know what I mean? She's a hero living right now that we can all look to. And she's a black woman. And basically, if, if there's a subject that's challenging, if there's a subject that's edgy, she's speaking to it. There's not one thing she's afraid of that I'm aware of, you know, or that, or where the fear has her stop. And she is so clear, so driven, so devoted to really serving equity in our world right now. And I am just so grateful for her, grateful for her leadership. I'm grateful for her clarity. I'm grateful for her writing. I'm grateful for her teaching. So thanks for asking the question. All right. And lastly, Jesse, how can somebody contact you? Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, Johnson Coaching, really on every platform is how to find me. I'm most frequently on Instagram, but you can find me everywhere. And if you really wanted to share like a big takeaway, make it personal, you could email me at action at jessejohnsoncoaching.com. Action, like you're going to go take it. <laughs> All right. Jesse Johnson, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thanks, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.